0: Welcome guys. This is Hierophonics and Friends. This is episode 3 today featuring Elric Virtuoso.
1: Hey guys, what's up? It's uh, Elric Virtuoso, formerly known as the Artiste, and uh I'm straight from Dub City and now I'm in Toronto with uh Jairo. What's up, man?
0: All right, guys, so me and Elric are gonna talk music and art and why he became an artist, why he became a rapper. You guys know my story. If you don't know it, just go to episode one. I'm not gonna bore you with it again. So go check episode one. That's all about why I chose Hierophonics and all my thing. Today is about Elric.
1: Um. Yeah, so I uh, became an artist Basically when, like, I started holding a pencil right. You know when you're, like, grade one, you don't know how to hold a pencil right, and your writing's all messed up? Well, I, uh... My teacher, like, taught me how to hold the pencil properly in in, in my pointer and my thumb. And ever since then, I produced, like, this drawing of, like, a dinosaur. It was, like, a brown dinosaur with red, like, spikes on its back. And it was, like, okay for, like, a... A first grader basically I think I was like 7 or 8 or something and then I showed my parents and my like everybody in the class said it was good and stuff and then I don't know I just started drawing more since then and then I don't know I quickly became like the artist kid at school you know and I, I don't know me and my brother used to draw together and then we both kind of learned off of each other and then We've been, we just started being known as the two artist kids, like both of us. Like me, my brother's name is Hannon Ricketts, and he was like pretty much just, just like me. Like he's like just like me. We were really tight. We never fought, nothing like that. So it was really cool. So that's how I started, like my art path like that's when i really really knew that i wanted to be an artist so a long time from that from now to then is i've been practicing that whole entire time that's why i'm good at it now it shows. <laughs> it <fucking shows. laughs> you like so i um been i started my own small little drawing business at school And I kind of got in trouble for it for like hustling all the kids' money. (laughs) Basically, me and my brother, we'd we'd draw a bunch of pictures and we'd rank them between one and five dollars. And then we put them all in like the little slips in the binder. And we run around the school yards and we like sold drawings, like just we doodled, sold drawings. And we ranked them based on how good they were, how much much time we spent on them. Stuff like that. Everybody liked them. Everyone was walking around with our drawings, you know, and (laughs) I, the principal talked to me and said that I wasn't allowed to take money from kids on school grounds. And I thought that sucked, but, (laughs) you (laughs) know, so, yeah, so like when I was a kid, I, Used to like work really hard to get things that I liked, you know. So, um, the it was crazy. Was
0: since the beginning, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So like, I always had something in me that made me want to do little extra things that were unordinary for a kid, I guess. Like, you know, kids don't hustle; they just want to play. Like, yeah. me, I, I, me and my brother, we barely ever played video games. We didn't really grow up with TV and stuff. Like, we had it sometimes, but. Then it would just be gone all of a sudden, and then we just—I don't know—we didn't really focus too much on TV and games. We just focused on creating a lot. So
0: that's why you became who we are now.
1: Pretty much, yeah. So we had we had a different type of like life, like and our we grew up in like a, a village where like a kind of like a street where everybody knew each other and stuff, you know? So anytime we'd go, like go outside to hang out, (coughs) there was, there'd be like 30 options. Like we could just like knock on anybody's door and, (laughs) and if they weren't home, we'd just go to the next door. (laughs) (laughs) And we'd just have a whole bunch of kids. We'd like play like huge groups of tag and, or something like that, like skateboard, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It was like, close little community and then you know one of my best friends he lived he moved in and he lived like right across the street from my house and we didn't really like each other at first (laughs) like we were always giving each other dirty looks and like (laughs) from afar we'd like call each other names and we (laughs) I don't know and all of a sudden like this one kid he started a fight with me and and then and, and then uh, my friend, my, well, we weren't friends before, but he came out and basically, like, helped me out, like, oh, saved cool. me, kind of. Oh, and then yes. ever since then, we were, like, super tight. And he's been, like, my boy for, like, a really long time. So, yeah. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bromance, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, art, like, with art, I tried many different things. Like, I tried all kinds of mediums basically mm-hmm. like uh painting and drawing at Christmas time all my family would always just give me like art stuff. My grandpa would give me these huge stacks of paper and me and my brother would just like shred them and just go through them all. <laughs> and then next Christ by next Christmas we'd have another new stack. So it took us that long to finish it. Like he'd give us a lot of printer paper like <laughs> Yeah, so if it wasn't for my uncle giving us so much paper that that played a big part in how we drew too. Like it was the paper that is attached on the seam. So like it's like a stack then when you pull it at when you like lift it up, it's like an accordion kind of oh, like they're okay. all attached, yeah. Awesome. So it was like that and we'd make like landscapes basically like huge stories, yeah. yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Panorama, yeah, like a panorama, different. yeah. So, but it would like tell a story, and we'd make little like crazy stuff, like tried all kinds of new things. So much
0: an artist and very young. Then.
1: Super young, and then uh when was high school time, we we both went to like a s- school for art, mm-hmm. you know, and that helped a lot too, and like helped us be a little bit more like professional i guess like it taught us like fundamentals yeah instead of not it wasn't like self-taught after that after that like professionals were helping us and then um after high school i went to college for st Clair, and i learned all kinds of graphic design stuff and uh i was like a photoshop professional after that even though i didn't finish and you know now i'm uh in 3d art and uh it's pretty technical it's not as much it's not as artistic as it is technical which is crazy so it's hard for me but yeah (laughs) so things things are now are um still mostly about art but you know in that time i've found another type of art that i never did before and it's it's the music kind so that is like a whole nother story hey guys what you just heard is from my album uh horobiru and it's uh called why can i see lick lickle micro bugs all over my skin and it's it's a crazy title i know and it's all one word um and it's it kind of, it has a meaning. So it's not just like me trying to be shocking and weird. Like it actually me and my girlfriend, Niwa Amura, we were walking along to this grocery store that just opened and we, we, it was like our first time or whatever. So we were walking down, we seen like this along the perimeter of the parking lot, we seen this grass that was like, it was grown out really, really long, but it was combed over too. So like it was flat, but, but grown out long. And it was like really odd. And I don't know, for some reason, like I just wanted to lay on it. So (laughs) it took off my, (laughs) my backpack and I just was like, Hey, come lay on this with me. And she didn't want to, And I just kept forcing her to lay on it with me. So we finally just like sat in the grass and it was like really comfortable, bouncy, kind of like a couch. And we just like laid in the grass for like 10 minutes when we got up. When we got up, there was little micro bugs and they were all over our clothes in her hair and (laughs) it was crazy and it just it was it was gross and we were just shaking the whole time and we had like an hour bus ride to get home basically yeah and it that i don't know that's where the title of that song came from because i made that song the next day and i needed it
0: so if you Tyler. guys see a very tempting flat grass that's long, do not lay on don't it. Don't lay on don't, it because
1: there's don't. little bugs in it, and they can get <laughs> in your hair, and well, who knows?
0: Made a song about it, so. That
1: yeah, matter. yeah, and I put my all my clothes and stuff in in a garbage bag, and I stuck it in the dryer for like hours (laughs) her purse everything like our shoes like we just stuck everything in there it was gross
0: (laughs) that was a pretty dope story about how this uh, I'm not gonna say the name of the song I can't Um, but that's pretty dope and so now you know stay away from the grass it looks nice but don't do it Okay, so now he's gonna tell us how he started in his music career. Like I said, you guys know about mine. Episode one, hint, hint. Here he is.
1: So when I became a rapper, it's basically uh, one of my good friends, Chris Chase. He uh, had his own studio, and for years I was just like watching his him and like some of our friends just going in and out of the studio all the time and like having so much fun and like making new things and like just creating stuff. And I was like super nervous and, you know, I just never, I was just always in the background, just like silent, playing it silent, you know, Absolutely. I never felt I was, like I was ready. And then one day I was just like, <clears throat> they had like a song that was basically like a cypher song. So it was like a bunch of people and it was, I was it was like, eight bars each so basically i was like okay hey guys um i'm gonna be on the end of this song here so i went in and i like i had my eight bars ready and i just like blew all their minds away i was like i think i like rapped about like being like a shark with like two rows of teeth and like like my words are weightless and then and, like, I don't know, all kinds of, like, different stuff. And, like, they they were, like, all, like, shocked what? that I even... <laughs> they were shocked about, like, what I said, like, my lyrics. But, yeah, so that was the first song I ever did. It was, like, with a whole bunch of people. I don't even know what it was called anymore. It's probably not even out there anymore. But, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then ever since then, I just, like, in and out of the studio, you know. But when I really started making creative music and being able to have the time to experiment is when chris chase moved to toronto which i'm at now and he uh took the studio with him so basically like i had nowhere to record you know so i luckily i was learning from him like in the back just like asking him things here and there yeah i was watching so i taught myself through watching him you know, and then he helped me get my own studio set up, so it I, I saved up some money, you know it only it's only like worth a thousand dollars the studio I started with, and we just like i just i don't know me and my friends we put in a little money, we just came up with a thousand bucks, we got a bunch of studio stuff. Chris taught me how to mix properly, luckily, so all our music sounded good from the get and yeah, me we started a group called Expansion Family and it was like all my friends that were that I grew up with basically, like we just made a group and it was like a cool like hip hop vibe. It was kinda like a weird little Wu Tang style group. So it was like even deeper, it was like group inside of a group basically. Like it was crazy. It was like a just a big collective of us and we put out some music together and we got a really big buzz in the city and we just like did shows like weekly and it was really fun you know so that's how we started doing music but really before expansion I was doing music with uh someone named Kyle Sprat, um with Chris Chase Mo Bazzi, and uh he used to go by Cube but now he calls himself Chris Notes He's like a rapper and a singer and then like a bunch of other names that like, like, you know, but mostly I did my music mostly with them because they were always around and they're just good friends and stuff. So, but yeah, expansion is when I started doing things for myself basically and like started pushing my own projects more. So I had all the power in the project to be creative and i really like found myself in in that group like i found my own sound you know and now i actually played like an important role in the group so i did all the engineering mixing like editing stuff like that so and artwork too so like i did all the artwork for that too and you know we became like a, a good group and like all of us were talented you know
0: we had no weak links it was good it was it's a good group all right so we're gonna fast forward to the future just for a minute and we're talking about he was talking about cheap and like doing you doing it yourself that's kind of how the song that i collaborated with him that that's how everything started and why he's here today um went like Um, The drums are not crazy drums, I tracked this at home with one room mic, I did the guitar myself on a guitar that came with Rocksmith 2014 which is like a $100 Epiphone guitar, not the craziest guitar. One DI box and Logic, that's literally it, and one PV electronic um, bass, four string. So I made all the tracks, all the instrumentals, and when I first met uh, Elric randomly I was showing some of my old demos and this song was there, or the idea of the song, and right away he just started. He put it on a loop and just got up and he was writing stuff on his phone and I'm like okay this guy is like what this is kind of very antisocial of him but I'm like whatever Uh, it's kind of cool and then he's like yo I'm just gonna go in the vocal booth for a second I'm like alright and then he laid down the first I, I wasn't sure what the hell was happening to be honest
1: you didn't you
0: thought I was just well, ignoring you? No no not that you're ignoring me, but I'm like I'm like okay, he's li- he's liking the, the tune. I'm like, is he like is he making lyrics for this? I'm like, okay, that's like I wasn't expecting it to happen that fast. And then he just goes into the booth Lays down the first verse of, of the oh, Hydro Face Melt, and my face pretty much melted. And then I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then literally in four hours, 80% of the song was made. I even, like, I was yelling too, and in the, in the, like, it was just a cool fucking experience. And this is what the, it came out of it. So, sorry guys, if your face is, like, melted at this point. Um, so that that you just uh, heard is uh, Hydro Face Melt. It's an old song that I made or the idea that I had of a song before and I played the instruments and it was kind of shitty, not the greatest, but then Elric put all this lyrics and this amazing flow into it, made it what it is, and then that pushed me to be like, well, I got to step up my game. So I redid the drums, I read the, the, the guitars, the bass, I mixed it and mastered it myself, and then that's what you just heard, and I'm so freaking happy with the song, like... This is one of the best collaborations I've ever done. And it's probably going to be one of the ones that I'm never going to forget. And not just that. After that, we just kind of started doing other tracks. I put some drums to another track. Then I grabbed some of my old songs to send it to him. And the next thing I know, he's like, oh, I'm here. I put lyrics to this and I sang on this. I'm like, what the hell? So now there's three songs already pretty much made. So stay tuned for those two coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, One night. I don't know, I was going through them all, and that
1: one, it hit me because it was, like, I don't know, basically the hardest one that I heard, the hardest one there. And I don't know, I that's just my style. Like, I just go for the hardest stuff, <laughs> you know, the loudest. Like, I like noise. Like, I literally, like, there's, like, a genre of music called noise music that I just fig- found out, and basically it's just, like, weird tectonical okay. sounds, like like different riffs and like synths and like uh staticy sounds and it's just like a big mess and everybody hates it but I actually like it just cuz sometimes I don't want to hear sometimes that's how like I hear the world it just sounds like the world to me like everything's just a big mess you know <laughs> like that's that's how I you know so it just it makes sense to me you know so I don't know that's why I, that's why I like that the music of that song and i don't what know in,
0: what inspired the lyrics
1: you know i just uh, uh i like to play with um i like to play around the eye like darker like dark thoughts and like make make dark things positive kind of like kind of like when um when when In, like, the black culture, I find, like, when bad things happen to us as a culture, we always, like, just flip it and turn it to something, like, that that positivity can come out of it. So even when you're, like, listening to, like, rap music and they're talking about bad things, it's still doing something positive for that person, you know? It's getting them out of that situation, and just because they're talking about it, doesn't mean they're promoting it it's just it just means they're they're telling their story of life and what they experience like you know what i mean like it's just it's just not a lie Mm -hmm. so just because it's like dark or just it's like it might hurt your feelings doesn't mean it's fake and it doesn't mean it shouldn't be heard you know what i mean like tupac was the first one to ever like do something like that with uh brenda's got a baby like that song it was like like they the record label didn't want to put it out because it was too depressing and stuff, but it was a real story, you know what I mean? So he fought with them and they he got it out and it ended up being a big hit, you know what I mean? Because it was it was the realest thing that they've heard. You know, it's and it's even it's that idea is just like the idea of veganism like people don't know the truth until they hear the truth and and it ends up being a thing you know what i mean this is it's not you know so that that's why i chose that song that's why the lyrics are cool (laughs) you know that's why it works for me so if it works
0: for me like somebody's gotta like it too yeah that's the point with everything they said like this song it's i called it first hydro smack because I, I guess it was a time that i was really angry and depressed and i just wanted to try to, to make music because of a failure of a band that i was in and yeah it just i just try to make like an angry song that sounds a little bit like God smack with a little bit of like deft tones in there some of my influences and i, I haven't made like a slipknot song but i guess this is the heaviest one that i've made and i'm not a violent person i'm pretty calm and pretty nice in a way but people get surprised like oh you listen to metal and like the screaming crazy shit i'm like yeah because it's it's an outlet just like when i get really angry and i can play drums that's my anger management i let it out on the drums and i let my art speak for it and you can see that uh, elric does that too on his drawings on his all his paintings and art and obviously in the music Perfect. yeah my first artist name
1: was the artis and it was like spelled a-r-t-i-c yeah c and um i had it for like a long time but i guess it was a bad choice because i people never knew how to read it when it was being like, you know, like, you, you, it, yeah, you, know you, you probably it. have the same problem, like, 40s. J-A-I-R-O, like, yeah. nobody knows, knows that it's J-R-O, like, they're gonna say, say jiro that really? like, that's what I thought when I first read it, so, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, I don't know, and also, when you type it in, like, Google search, or any search, it's gonna, like, ask you, Did you, did you mean the Arctic (laughs) or did you mean Arctic monkeys or did you mean, (laughs) they
0: would never get to you pretty much.
1: Yeah. Or the artists or whatever. Like it was never my, the way I spelt it. So I, I don't know. I needed to change it and make myself easier to get to easier to be heard and something that's like easier to remember even like because like when you spell something wrong it's hard to remember so i'll just keep spelling things wrong for the song titles but not my actual <laughs> name when <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so <clears throat> i switched my name up you know and i made i made an out al- two albums before i even switched my name up bef- like leading up to it so like one of like the first album was uh dashiki season and i used to wear dashikis like daily like all the time and everybody like knew who i was based on how colorful my clothes are (laughs) i was like outspoken with my clothes so um yeah so i made a song on there the first track on the album is called um place name here and it's just like three underscores place name here underscore 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 and it's like a, a crazy song it's and like the hook is like it's like um uh, you it's like i made a name for myself like through i made a name for myself but it's hard to like change it's hard to you know, recreate myself if people are just stuck on my old ways. So when when people hear my name, they think of all the old things that I've done. They might know me as that person, but and, like, I need a new name, basically, because my old name has already been used up. So that's, like, what the song was. And (laughs) it took me a while to even, like... Do that because it's it's hard to change yourself after you've been been away in so long. But I was already changed like personally, but it was hard for me to change my the whole rebranding rebranding thing. So it took me a while to even get the guts to do that. But (laughs) before I even knew I was going to change my name, I just made that song just because I it just that's how I felt. And then I changed my name right before I moved to Toronto. I it's just changed it before I even knew I was going to Toronto. But like right before I made the decision, I made I changed my name to Elric Virtual. So, but it started off as Elric because it's five letters and it was easy. But it didn't say much about me, even though it was the short form of Ellis Ricketts, which is my real name. It's like L Rick. Yeah, so like. Yeah, people still got confused by it, so I just put virtuoso, and then all of a sudden it was easy to find, you know, in the searches, it was just always me, you know, if you type it in your Google now, it's just going to be me, and there's nobody with that name, so.
0: Hashtag Elric Virtuoso, we'll follow that, <laughs> and vegan drummer, you'll
1: be surprised. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hashtag vegan drummer, hashtag Elric Virtuoso, hashtag EXPFAM, you know what I mean, so, yeah, uh, That's how I had switched my name up. And then I made, like, several albums under that name. And they've all been, like, straight, like, worthy albums. Like, I made all the music, all the beats to it. And if I didn't make it, then somebody I knew, like, made it for me. And I have all the rights to everything. So it was just, like, 100% creativity on my part. And um, all my albums with the artists and stuff are like mixtapes to me. And I don't really like them that much. <laughs> so like because I don't know, I had a different mind back then. So now I'm on like my new my new path and, you know, it just helps in a way. It's a switch up, so yeah, you know, when my life switched up, I switched up my life. You know what I mean?
0: So that was a pretty dope story and it applies to me too why I kinda went with lopez with a three in my last name because i didn't like my name hiro when i first came here it was i was going by my middle name alberto or albert sometimes and then people are like yo hiro that's that's a cool name is that like i even got that it was that japanese like heidel son i'm like no but i'm like okay I, I i see where you're going with that and then that's when i registered my business under hiro lopez with a three and if you actually try this, guys, go on Google and try Googling Elric Virtuoso, and you'll see that the first three pages on Google is him. Everything about him. Same with my name, Jairo Lopez, with a three. Just in case you don't know how to spell Jairo, is J-A-I-R-O. If you're watching, sorry, or listening to this podcast, you should know how to write my first name. So, anyways. Uh, okay, we're going to continue just a little more with more about Elric.
1: Yeah, before I met hydro I, I just uh i had all my music on like all the like every site basically and except for the ones that would make me money basically like <laughs> i didn't have an itunes i didn't have spot like i had spotify but only for like one of my albums it was like confusing me to how to get it on so i kind of stopped trying and then i um i didn't i never even heard of amazon music like i i don't know i just didn't know that was a thing like i thought it was just for buying things not google play yeah google play i didn't even know about so but i was always like constantly like searching for new new sites and i i uh signed up with this like website called uh power push promo uh, and it was like now they send me like opportunities every day like basically like <laughs> like for different like radio sites to to like sign up to or different like opportunities or um things to submit my music to and labels to like submit things to so i'd like submit music every day so i'm trying like it, i don't know i'm trying like harder i guess to make a real impact and meet get my music in the right hands and stuff like that but yeah hyrule showed me what like distro kid when he put out hydro face melt he it like sent me like an invite to this site and i was like oh another site to put my stuff to so i like checked it out and stuff and it's it said that i get like a percentage of the song or whatever and yeah. i was like okay like that's solid so i signed up then i put my i just used that outlet to put my, like, submit my albums to. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, these in these emails saying, your music's now on iTunes. Your music's now on uh, Spotify. Your music is now on, and I didn't have to...
0: Napster, even. N-
1: everything. Like, and I didn't even have to do anything. I, all I had to do was upload it once to that site. And they did, like, all the legwork, basically. So DistroKid, shout-out DistroKid, like...
0: 20 bucks... For the solid. year, unlimited albums and uploads of songs or singles, it's like crazy. best twenty dollars yeah. I ever spent in my life.
1: Yeah, solid. Yeah, that's a solid site. Yeah, I, I uh followed him on Twitter. He's on Instagram as well. Yeah, is. yeah, and he's uh, he, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. So yeah, good looks on that. So yeah, uh, you can uh, check out my album. I got my latest album, Horobiru. Which is just the word parish in Japanese. And uh yeah, that's uh my latest one and you can check that out on like any of those sites. Uh Spotify, Amazon, even my Bandcamp at Elric Originals dot com. Um if you are on Bandcamp, you know, you can uh you can check out my page and then you you can um get, like, my albums for, for free, basically, like, most of them, at least, and then, yeah, and, uh, also, if you want to check out my old, old stuff under The RTC you can just go to theartiste.bandcamp.com, I'm not even gonna bother putting that stuff on iTunes and stuff, cause, you know, it's not legit, <laughs> it's just, like, mixtape stuff, like, I don't know, it's not as good as everything I've been putting out, in my opinion, so... I mean, a lot of people like my old music too, so you can check that out if you want. Um uh Goose Flesh Reflex is the second last album I put out, so that one's there too. And the if you look at the cover, it's a crazy picture of my face with like these like geese heads like coming out, my eyes are frozen in my mouth there's like golden eggs. The like the letters are frozen and there's like geese everywhere in the sky and they're like coming of my skin and stuff. So like the artwork's pretty crazy. So if you don't like the artwork, then you, I don't know what's wrong. With <laughs> like, <laughs> you can appreciate some good art. Um, and then the third album that's on there, it's called creative lugubriousness through artistic expression. It's, uh, I got the name from little ugly man, one of little ugly Main's songs. He, he, uh, basically made the word lugubrious a thing and i don't know i heard that word i looked it up it just means like gloomy stuff like that so i checked that out yeah you can check out Lil ugly man and he's on bandcamp too he's on spotify he's like one of my favorite rappers too and i recently got to see him in toronto it was a crazy he he got these like people in the crowd just crowd surfing going nuts so it was wild yeah he was killing it uh secret circle shout out them yeah crazy stuff i can't wait to do my first show in toronto i don't know where i don't know when but
0: i'm looking for some place to do something so so yeah District kid guys check it out um that's the thing that kind of gonna got me pumped to release my music and my singles even though i was a little nervous to release music but you know what try it out it's only 20 bucks and it's just gonna get you motivated to keep doing music and guys stay tuned we're probably we're talking creative stuff here there is gonna be a hydro face melt video so uh, you guys have no fucking idea what's happening
1: hey guys uh yeah so i think we're gonna wrap it up here but uh you know because i I gotta go get some vegan eats with my girl Amura. shout out oh Actually, she's um, she has uh, she put a GoFundMe out for we. I hate to do this, but she put out a GoFundMe out for to save her mother's cat, and her mother's cat has um cancer, and it costs like like three thousand dollars just to like save her and like we just we're just trying to so i i uh, made a, th- a post basically saying if you if you donate anything get in contact with me let me know that you you donated and i'll i'll literally make you one of my from my, from my t-shirt company i'll create a hand-painted t-shirt just for you and i'll ship it directly to your house just just because you just as a gratitude thing. So well, if the you, info
0: is gonna be in the description of this I'll, podcast. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we'll give you the this the, the info Sorry. in the description. I really appreciate if you guys like even if you like share it or anything, um we're just trying to get the word out and everything. So um yeah, if if you even if you donate anything like any amount doesn't matter 50 cents a dollar or five dollars it doesn't matter i'll send you a, a hand-painted t-shirt like that's worth way more than that so you know because it's made from my hands so you know if you want some something dope to show for it or if you just want to help save help save an animal you know just uh do that anyway back to what i was saying i was uh I was saying we were we were talking about like our like my the favorite verse I ever wrote and uh yeah it's for this song that I made called The Near. It's not on Spotify or anything, because um, uh one of my friends made the beat. But um it's uh was it? it started off crazy. It was like tax victim, crack witness, acidic. Trapism, passing it like a pacifist. All around me like a gangrene bass sickness. All astounding like my fama rap activist. Blessed a microphone. The right is wrong. The right is wrong and wrong. is never the right way going. Omen is black as the holes in space. is great. We take the cake. The bitch is baking and ovens and's easy. Bitches up and leave me reason seeing me as a busted demon. Teeming inside of a hell-like In a your shell and diamond shell live and I'm well and riding inside of a cell. Apply my time and press some prime ribs. Your rhyme's baloney time. is only just important if you use it till you fully. I'm as morbid as a whore that fits a whole orange in a mouth and still be able to breathe out respiratory organs. Good morning. Rooster, cock, doodler, robot, chicken-headed, breasted, thigh leg pedestrian, look sexy in that dress but don't address me when... All right, that's that's enough. I don't want to tell you too much, you know. Oh shit! But yeah, this is just like a little bit of lyrics that I made like way back in the day, like like before it was even Elric Virtual, so I was still going under this name and stuff. So yeah, I wrote that a while ago. Um, Mateo Rocks and Dick, shout out to him. He he's like a sick producer, like one of the best producers I know from Windsor. So he's crazy. He's like into the electronic world though and um once in a while he does like some hip-hop beats and then he sends it to me and lets me rip them so (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i send him back with this crazy song it's like what all right man uh so yeah uh thanks for having me hiro and uh you know keep in touch we'll work on our next thing and show these people what's up
0: thank you guys for tuning in This was episode three of Hierophonics and Friends featuring Elric Virtuoso. This was a really good episode. So happy I met him and we're going to be working together. We work together and we're going to keep working together. So stay tuned. More tunes together coming soon. Video, art, all kinds of shit. Uh, Thank you for checking out. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Hiero Lopez. But with a three and a Z before the C um also on instagram a uh, Hyrule lopez hiro vegan and hiro phonics i know i got a lot of things don't worry about it um yeah thank you for tuning in Don't forget to check out the previous episodes episode one i talk about my music career episode two i had todd neal from connecticut talking about veganism next episode uh it's either gonna be about veganism or music again uh depending of who's available (laughs) um so yeah stay tuned thank you for tuning in love you guys peace hyrule out